0: hello hello and thank you for joining me on heron's home podcast i'm your host karee robertson alongside my sound sound man extraordinaire rico g yo what's up everybody how y'all doing and this is episode 33 hope everyone's been good and and well in these days feel me staying safe yeah i mean at this point um i don't want to call it the new norm but if you haven't gotten the stride yet, then.
1: <laughs> right. You're not going to get adjusted. Yeah.
0: It's, it's only going to get worse from here. You're not on your way to adjusting. Yeah, man. There. So, yeah. I hope everyone has got their entertainment regimen. I've, I've seen a nice little uh, flow of numbers. I hope people have been enjoying themselves. You know what I mean? Shout out to all you guys. All these stay-at-home peoples who, who've been joining us for these uh,
1: commentary bits that we do. Yeah, thanks for bringing our home into your home.
0: Yeah, do appreciate that much. Um, So, have you been watching anything as of late? Yeah, I actually. Thank goodness. (laughs) Only because in my monopolizing of the TV as of reason for video games, I've been inclined not to be a complete and utter douchebag, and I've been letting Carolina do her thing. So nice, nice. for better or for worse, that has meant that we've been watching a lot of like telenovelas and like morning toast podcasts and shit like that. So <laughs> I can't actually like I mean,
1: a if I were to give you my good, commentary
0: though. on the telenovelas, it would sound ridiculous because first of all, you've been wasting your life if you're not watching these tel- these Netflix telenovelas because some shits is out of control. I don't have no fucking clue what's going on, but they are highly entertaining. <laughs> yo, God, all I know why, is man. that they have a fundamentally different understanding of like family and sexuality and all that shit. Because I mean, the shit that I'm like, it's really hard to piece together what's happening. Because a <laughs> lot of the guys are sleeping with guys and women. Well, and a man. lot of the women, like, they're like, and not for nothing, yo. You really can't tell because like some of the women were men and so they have. You know what I mean? It, it's just they're, yeah.
1: Yo, that's believe, hella progressive.
0: It's it's, but I have, I have a feeling that that's just it's progressive because we we've, we've lived in America for so long. True, but like it just yes, in it's the rest true. of the world, it's just how people express themselves. But it, it's it's very interesting. I, and it's not that I have a problem with it. It's just a little bit hard for me to understand because I'm reading it and i'm paying attention and i'm also in my head going what the fuck and so it's hard to and and then carolina's giving me like the The play life treatment like (laughs) she's like nigga i'm in this i am in this right now that's the good part nigga shut up yeah so but the characters are like there's a huge cast of characters but anyway i say that to say i don't have much to say about what i've been watching lately (laughs) outside of that but yeah
1: I didn't really, I've only seen, I I, I saw two movies because I was actually, I saw a lot actually. I saw a couple movies and I caught up on a couple animes that are out this season. I've heard good things about Tower of God. So I decided to give that a a watch and that was pretty good. That's, I love it because it's like a battle anime. It's an anime movie or? It's an anime series. series. Apparently it's a web, it's a web comic that got adapted into an actual anime series. So Hmm um it's about like the it's about a tower if you ascend the tower and you reach the top you can get whatever you want Vegas hell i know but you can even become a god uh, that's it's, so the intro narrator says so you know it's got to be true <laughs> but um this one shake is it, it, the main character is a guy who has no memories of his past and he gets found by some classic other girl Amnesia. right you know what i'm saying classic main main character um, some girl finds him and starts taking care of him, but eventually she's like, Yo, I want to climb the tower because I want to see the stars. So she disappears to go climb what the a tower. What a lame
0: fucking dream. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me not shit on that. But I'm just like, my nigga, you <laughs> can't look up and see the stars. It's like you no, live in Midgar no, and you're looking up at the like fucking that. plate Yeah, they're like, oh. they like
1: live in the tower. And uh, there's like intersections of the so- tower and outer sections of the tower. And so there is no sky. There, the sky is like a projection or it's a, it's a magical fakery. Uh, it's or an illusion. He, so she's like, "Yo, I want to see the stars." Okay. And even even when he mentions that to some other people wack. in the story, they laugh at him. They're like, "Yo, stars aren't real. What are you talking about?" Like, "Oh wow, okay." <laughs> you're like, "That's just the legend that they tell people. If you get to the top of the tower, you can see the stars." They're being ridiculous. But um, the tower is basically just a, a, a collection. A, a, it's a place where people, uh, dope fighters, collect together to get strong. So it's just. Battles, 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 battles. So it's been pretty dope. Okay. Uh, I liked how it
0: and, so and that's all I really like fuck why everyone's fighting all i do want to see is really consecutive the good, fights. good yeah. consecutive fights yeah. with cool interesting characters so they're pretty dope. that's they're set up then let's ride let's I'm, see how it just goes
1: i'm hoping the main character gets a little bit more interesting cuz right now he's sort of kind of like bland stumbling through the world type deal mm-hmm. but they keep everybody keeps hinting that so there's something more there so they, they're hooked that's me that's why i can't remember it's too <laughs> raw <laughs> they've hooked me and i'm trying to figure that out there's only 4 episodes out but that was pretty good um, I also saw some the Isekai of this season, which isn't really worth talking about. It's pretty bland, but I'm still gonna watch it because I'm Isekai trash. But on the better spectrum, I did see two movies. I saw mm-hmm. Bloodshot, which is the Vin Diesel. Oh um, damn, like, I didn't uh, see that tech, one. Okay, movie. that one I gotta catch. It's it, I liked it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's
0: I'm I'm not expecting anything other than good action. Exactly.
1: You know what I mean? You've seen that story before. I, I, I want to see but, him
0: fight so hard his body gets destroyed and it regenerated
1: and keep fighting. Absolutely. You're, gonna, you're gonna get Titan a lot shit. of that. You're gonna get a lot of that. Yeah. And um the at the end there is a pretty nice climax where he's fighting another other augmented people. So yeah, it's pretty dope. Okay. And um, the other thing I watched was the, the new Guy Ritchie movie, Gentlemen. Have you seen a? Uh, uh, oh uh, man! See, that?
0: damn, you call both of those things because I'm a huge Guy Ritchie fan. Yeah, I love his stuff. So Guy Ritchie did Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, yeah, Rock and Roll, and Rock and Roller. Those yeah. are the three that I'm familiar with. But he's done tons of other stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's guest um, directed on a bunch of stuff. Like Guy he Ritchie did is the my new. Name.
1: Um, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is uh, uh, to his credit or detriment, but he did the new Robin Hood movie with Jamie Foxx in it. Mm. <laughs> ah, that face says it all. To be fair, he didn't write that movie. No. He wrote the other ones. He wrote Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Yeah,
0: I, and stuff. but I, I figured, yo, you got, like, I always, especially good artists, I understand, like, sometimes you get paid to do something that you don't hate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm becoming more open to that idea because even though I hate it, it might not be something that fundamentally offends uh, an artist that I like. So they might be inclined to do it. And I can and you just don't consume it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty and much. And that Robin Hood was just one pretty of those much. things. Like I'm kind I of saw over it. it. It was not good. Okay, good.
1: Um, <laughs> say, don't worry. I, I gave it, it a shot. The only dude.
0: thing I yeah. will say I, w- I was appreciative of it for was that. I clicked on it by accident and it led me to a YouTube rabbit hole about I think the guy's name is Lars Anderson I want to say and he's a fucking he's an archer. Ah, uh, I think I'm what? What talking about. Yeah. Yo, my dude is amazing. Yeah. The shit my man was doing
1: with a bow and arrow was yeah. inspirational. Like he's the one, he's like the the main trainer or something like that on that movie. If I'm
0: yeah, I believe name. that he worked on that movie. Yeah, um, but boy, man, it was impressive, man. Yeah. Like that shit makes me think. It's okay, like, that's a combat archer. This yeah, is Legolas like, over you here. You ever
1: seen in the in like video games and shit where people are shooting multi multi arrows and you're like, that's bullshit. Watch this dude. Watch Lars.
0: And I mean, it's not <laughs> like it's not fantastical, like. He does it in a very effective way Mm -hmm. and the way he talks about range and like not every bow is a long bow. Like when you have a short bow, you're not looking like your range is like 15 feet. And honestly, that's that's really good. Like a 15 foot range is amazing when everyone has swords and pikes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you are deadly, if if you can threaten everyone in a 15 foot radius around you or even a 15 foot uh, semicircle in front of you. My nigga, that's deadly.
1: That's pretty good.
0: That's amazing. But you yeah. gotta
1: like... You, you, that would only work against like three or less people if they're like seasoned fighters, you know? Because seasoned nah, fighters will oh, let you take yeah, the one yeah, yeah, shot right. and then the rest I was just of about them will set the, on you.
0: Your best friend is the hesitation. All you need is for two of those niggas to hesitate. Mm-hmm. Because two of those niggas hesitate it's a wrap. Yeah, you got them all. They all... Because sure. if you see the rate of fire in which he can draw and fire and fire multiple arrows... <laughs> Don't even stand next to each other, my G. And, like, he even knows how to, like, power shot it if he wants to drive his arrow through the target to hit something behind it. Like, yo, my dude is nasty.
1: (laughs) Power shot
0: it. I mean, bro. It's like, yo, let me bust the EX move real quick. And it's funny because the way you see, like, you could tell he uses the arrow as a precision because the way he's doing it, the arrows aren't having maximum penetration. But if they hit at a place where there's no armor... Yo, it's definitely puncturing human flesh deeply. You know what I mean? And so he uses it to fire at spots on the target that he knows it'll puncture through. So, like... He fires at the leather straps in the armor because it can puncture through the leather strap and hopefully there's no
1: plate under it. What that type of shit. Like, the niggas... Like, oh what a savage. That's pretty smart, though. It's really... That's that's why... Now I understand the perks of being, like, a blacksmith and a, a blade master at the same time.
0: Absolutely. Like, I understand why those two tropes go together yeah. so well. Yeah. For sure.
1: Because <laughs> you can incorporate... To, if you know how to use the funny. weapon, you
0: can make it a lot better, for sure. Or why the blacksmith always has a dope-ass swordsman and he's like, yo, 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 yo. You're gonna be my dude. You tell me if my swords are good. You Find the one. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. I'm gonna what? keep giving you swords until yeah, you get yeah, the yeah.
1: one. That's the one. Yeah. Well, yeah the Gentleman was pretty. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I absolutely want to catch the damn. Uh... So
0: we're definitely gonna talk about those next week. <laughs> yeah, um, Matt, yeah. Matt Go McCann ahead and spit something about him.
1: Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't his best work. You know what I'm saying? But it was still. It was still an adventure, you know what I'm saying? I okay, liked, spoiler, um, did it
0: name? does it have like a lot of his same dudes that he runs with? No. Okay, so it's a no whole new because I love the cast of rock and roller. Me too, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. what's up with your boy Idris, man, he tripping, bro. What's he doing? I don't know. He's just talking about coronavirus all the time. It's like <laughs> mute that nigga real quick. <laughs> this is funny. I don't cancel niggas, I do mute them though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I really like the cast of Rock and Roller, but... um, So, he's a different cast with yeah, this Yeah,
1: uh, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, jeez. Uh, Hugh Grant. Yo, uh, Charlie Hunnam is one of my favorites. He's pretty dope.
0: He's pretty I'm dope. I'm a huge man. fan of his, bro, because I'm a... Endless. Sons of Anarchy is one of my favorite shows of all time, dog. Like, I wanted to start up a motorcycle <laughs> club after I seen it. I was like, yo, son, we can do this shit. We be riding. Because I like to ride, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it, yeah, Charlie Hunnam, and so yeah, it sounds like a pretty tight cast.
1: Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. I'm with it. Like I would I would watch it again, type deal. It was it was fun. So yeah, is, well is there is there know,
0: a, a, a a spoiler free uh, introduction that you can give to
1: it? What is um, like what is it about? It's a, but not like what it's about. <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey is a hustler who's trying to get out of the game. Okay, and okay. That, um, that, that you know you don't gotta go too far yeah that. that's it. That, that that's a general premise
0: i like that okay
1: yeah. i'm with it he's trying to get out of the game and you know oh shit, well, that's all wrong. you gotta say
0: because bro <laughs> i mean i've had i have enough anecdotal and i have enough cinema uh references to know that that shit is harrowing yeah yeah for sure it for is sure. harrowing trying to leave the game mm-hmm. but yeah all right cool yeah
1: hijinks it too for all sure right, so
0: we'll tee that we'll tee those two up for next week for sure because those are bangers um Bloodshot I definitely think is gonna be That was fun. I, I can't wait to like I was fun. I know for sure there's gonna be scenes that I'm
1: def, I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about and um
0: <laughs> gentlemen Guy Ritchie just makes really fun twisted plots and I so agree. I'm looking And I like his directions
1: another... I like his um directing style. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That that mm-hmm. sort of quick cut like story, um like in your face type deal. Like I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, man. So uh yeah, if 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 you haven't seen anything else from
0: Guy Ritchie, I definitely recommend any of those three I mentioned: what? Rock and Roller, what? Snatched,
1: or um, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I lied. Toby Kebbell is in this movie. Um, Toby Kebbell played um, uh, uh, the junkie in Rock and Roller. You know the one who was had Johnny. the painting. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Boy. That's okay, right. so he does have some of his. So yeah, he always he, has some. Toby who holds over. No, I'm sorry. I'm lying. I'm full of shit. Toby Kebbell is in Bloodshot. I got those two confused. I saw him on the same day. So he's not in the Guy Ritchie movie, but he is in Bloodshot. Okay. So then Nick uh... (laughs) Frederick.
0: All right. Cool. So yeah, that'll be some fun discussion next time. All righty. So let's just head on into some topics. Uh, Alex Trebek is a savage, bro. What What happened? happened? (laughs) Dude. Now, now I and I only say that this is epically savage because of the irony of 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 who he's insulting, but you know, how after the first intermission they talk to the guests and so one of the girls or one of the ladies, um women who is participating, you know she put down one of her and now I get it, you're allowed to make fun of her for this, just not in the way that he did. <laughs> She puts down one of her uh, main hobbies is listening to nerdcore rap. Okay. And so Alex asks her to give uh, an explanation of it. She gives a terrible explanation of it. (laughs) Um, And so Alex's one line retort is, so in other words, it's about losers. Damn. And just rocket punched her, bro. And the look on her face. I don't even know how she finished the the fucking competition. Because the look on her face of dejection was like, yo. But it's like, yo, my dude. She described Nerdcore as representing the values of nerds. And I don't know if you're fully aware, but you are... You do know that mostly nerds... I'm pretty sure that most of the people who go on to Jeopardy and who consume Jeopardy self-identify <sighs> as nerds. Yeah. So to call them losers, I was like, That's that so was funny. unnecessarily savage, bro. I mean, it's cool. I, mean, I think Alex and, gets And, a and pass, now mind you, you know I, mean? I am in no way, shape, or form against roasting people who listen to nerd <laughs> nerdcore. But... To call them losers, I think is like, come on.
1: I feel like he was joking up, especially. You
0: know what I mean? <laughs> nah, man. I think the meds got this nigga lacking in fucks. Yeah, bro. I think yeah,
1: dude. He's already said that he only has like a Nah a year and to the live, way he delivered I mean? it was
0: so scathing, bro. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? man. It
1: it's that it's that old man privilege. You know what I'm saying? You get up in the years where you can just I say just, what you want. I just, it just felt so terrible, like I don't it's know why chose that you chose to shit on that, her right. like that,
0: and, and 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 that was another thing. It's like, like you could say that to me, nigga, and that should have bounced off like water off a duck. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can call like, me a loser all you want, nigga. Look at me, I'm over here, the fact here that doing she what I love. It
1: made you feel sorry. Yeah,
0: for her. man. The fact that she tried to defend it and you straight up <laughs> just drove the rapier through her heart, like nigga, you're a loser. Like wow. <laughs> and and, and there was no, losers. there was no pause. It was, you know what I mean. Anyway, next those, question. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I just thought it was ironic because his lack of... To insult your main fucking uh, viewer base like that, that's some shit that I would do. You know what I mean? Like, insult niggas who appreciate you. And I don't even do that shit intentionally, but it's like, come on, Alex. I don't know. I expect more from you. You you seem to be such a tactful gentleman most of the time.
1: Yeah, that's why he can get a pass on this one. You know what I'm saying? But you know,
0: of course, like the internet does. They made a fucking super cut of him being a savage to
1: mad people. Nice. women. Nice. women. Oh, very well, savage to
0: women. Well, It seems kind of
1: misogynistic. Well, see, that's the thing about the internet, and though, because you don't know so- who made that. Because it could have been equal about men and women that they just chose, chose. all the women one to paint that picture. So, he is also old and could possibly be a misogynist. Absolutely. I'm not discounting that. I'm not, okay. I'm not taking that off the table. As all options are on the table. I'm just saying that because I, it, I didn't see the misleading. selection process. He could have been a douche. Yeah. You Who know what I'm saying? I don't know enough about him to make one. one and honestly, you know like what's weird is, is I've seen a lot of Jeopardy. I've watched a lot of Jeopardy.
0: And I've never seen him savage people like that. Like, I've seen him make jokes. (laughs) I've seen him quip. But I've never seen him, those episodes where he savaged people like that. Like, wow. Man. I don't know if they, like, scrub those from the archive. Like, nah, don't put them on there. uh, He doesn't know about the internet. He doesn't understand that everything he says is catalogued. Nah, man. That's pretty interesting, though. Yeah, no. I just thought that that was funny, man. I thought that was a little lighthearted way to start out. Because man, it I I had I watched that clip probably like five times in a row. Because I just like there's no way this man could have just rocket puncher. It's like watching Sal beat Victor like five times in a
1: row, and it's like this nigga's just not gonna learn. Oh man, I don't know. Vic usually put up a pretty good fight. That's usually what would happen to me, like. You still no, got I dirty knees seven. in the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You catch, still catch the dirty, the dirty knees to the in chest. <laughs> Yo, I've been, like, every victory achievement We're talking about uh, Super Smash Brothers, by the way, for those who are <laughs> uninitiated. Every victory achievement possible gets me, I think, Salad Chief. Like, killed me with, like, less than 50% of <laughs> life. Like, skunked me with Jigglypuff. puff. <laughs> like, nah! like it, it's, yo, he's just savage, bro. Like, savage. Oh, man. Shit that I didn't even know it was possible. Like, how did I die at 20% Damage. Shit's crazy. Madness. Yo, my
0: nigga, so evidently some wannabe rapper decided to uh, taunt, is the only word I could use, his quote unquote girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and refused to leave her premises, in which point she went and got the strap and blasted to go on IG Live. Excellent eggs bro first of all like nigga like why why are you ig living an argument with your girlfriend let's do it as a full sucker oh and 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 by the way let me just tldr i have to keep that same energy he absolutely deserved that yeah i'm keeping that same energy she had every right to blast that nigga i hope that she is legally defended as in standing her ground in her home i hope this nigga learns a fucking lesson I hope that he uses whatever he made off of, whatever last performance he did to fucking pay his hospital bills and learns a very <laughs> strong lesson. But Stop being she an ass leave clown, she nigga. Said she wants me to leave. First of all, there was so much wrong. So let's start from the beginning. First of all, when a woman asks you to leave her house, leave her fucking
1: house. I mean, when anyone asks you to leave their house, you probably leave their fucking house. Yeah, but I, at What's least a the... nigga
0: could square up with you. Don't do that. Like, nah, nigga, I don't like when niggas try to try to press women like that because it it, it seems like a it's a power play it's like my nigga really that's how you want to flex your power G? like that's (laughs) like are you that insecure that that's where you choose to express your dominance is by by refusing to remove yourself from her premise when she so that's the first mistake (laughs) second mistake is you such a fucking ass clown that you're putting it on ig live the fact that you decided to now bring your dispute public like that Makes you further an idiot. That's
1: weirdo shit.
0: And then to tell her she's not gonna shoot you when she has the guy in her hand. Nah, my G, I gotta keep that energy. You deserve to get shot. Uh, And you're lucky she didn't kill you. You're lucky she didn't kill you. Big ups to his to his ex-girl, I'm I'm assuming now. She was a G, my dude. She shot that nigga non-fatally, as she said she would. (laughs) She clearly knew how to handle the strap.
1: Uh, You know what I mean? And
0: so I give her a lot of respect for that. Nah, man. Cause Yo, that chick had a lot listen, going on right there. She clearly understand. wasn't shooting to kill him. You know what I mean? I am a, yeah. I'm not a fan of shooting to murder people. But if you have someone in your house and the only weapon that you have to compel them is a pistol, I'm not about no warning shots, nigga. Yep. I'm definitely about flesh
1: wounds, man. Because I'm not gonna play that game with you. You know what I mean? You gotta do to feel safe, man. That's, Especially in your and own house. That's why you don't violate people's yeah, safety. That's the thing. Not even that. Like, like, um. If someone violates the sanctity of your house while you're in 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 the house with them, bust their ass, bro. Like, oh nigga, i and, and there's <laughs> witnesses. I'm sure like, there's that? I'm sure there's witnesses listening no. to this podcast
0: right now who see me have to WWF a nigga who refused to fucking respect me in my house, nigga. Yeah, I like, had to fucking take a chair upside a nigga head because he thought that he was gonna put his feet up on my table when I told him to fucking not to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's like come
0: on, dude. Like, wow, if you in tragic. my house. And you're not paying no rent, then you should respect what I have to say. Even if I'm asking you to do some wild reckless shit because you know what you could do? Get the fuck out. Of your own volition. Feel and nothing will happen to you. It's I'm not, like a, that, You know um... what I mean? So, yeah, I, I definitely do not hold her at blame for this situation. Nah, hell nah. Like, hell I don't know. Like, I hell really nah. do hope that she is legally protected and that nothing untoward happens to her because of this because... There has been a historically bad record of the courts with validating a, a black woman in particular's right to arms. Yeah,
1: to defend themselves, for sure, for sure. And they so don't like that shit at all.
0: They do not. You know what I mean? And so I, I really hope that it, when all sides is good, that that homie gets his hospital situation handled. He don't catch no ronie in the hospital or nothing. I hope she doesn't get brought up on any kind of charges defending her homestead and... I hope it's a lesson to everyone on his IG live who saw that. Yeah, I hope Just cuz you being fucking a, clown, a bad bitch don't mean she sure. won't
1: gat your ass up. <laughs> Real talk. I, again, this is what I was saying like there's no shortcut to being a good judge of character. Like, yo, you should have been like you should have known that she was going to Absolutely. You. And you're that's another retarded. thing. How did you
0: yo, how do you not know that you fucking oh, with a chick who says. will shoot you?
1: Oh my god. How goodness. do you not know
0: that? Clowns. How do you It's crazy. Like, but this—it's a younger generation. They—they they were socially acclimated through a screen, and so they're not—they're just not familiar with how to behave properly. And yeah, and yeah. it's up to it's up Young to, the, do to, do to the older shit. generation to, and and to to teach them, not to discipline them. You can't discipline people at this age, but to teach them, like, yo, you're doing clownish shit, and that's clown behavior. You got treated like a clown, so. Let's learn a positive lesson. Because what oh, I saw man. him posting afterwards, he didn't look like he learned anything.
1: Sounds about right. So, it's probably blaming her for shooting him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> he believes he did nothing wrong. Me. Oh, what the
0: fu- you deserve yeah. to be shot, nigga.
1: Yeah. Clowns. Bruh.
0: And another, uh, Willie D put me under some other IG shenanigans. <laughs> um, and this one, I kind of feel bad for the person. Who, who was victimized in this one. So, she, she was doing something very stupid. But just, but just because you do something stupid doesn't mean that bad things should happen to you. Doesn't mean that some people should break the law and commit crimes against you. So, the young lady had just, I believe, cashed her stimulus check, and she got out the bank, and she was sitting in her car, and she thought it would be flashy to set her phone up and IG Live her fanning out the money. Now, I don't know why she felt it would be a good idea to do this with the window open, even though it might be warm. But in the middle of her life, somebody ran by, stuck their hand in the window, and snatched the money out of her hand.
1: I don't feel sorry for her at all.
0: Nah. That's a I, valuable lesson. That's a valuable Listen, lesson. People have a right to be stupid, though, without being robbed. That's I mean, my I feel thing. you. But he doesn't have to rob her. Because that's what happened. You. She got robbed. Now, mind you, she made herself into a victim but that doesn't mean you have to be the prey that's my thing listen yes don't do stupid shit i would never do that i would never teach my son to do that i would reprimand him if i ever saw him on any social media doing that i believe it was a very poor judgment of her to do that but is is the uh the penalty of that getting
1: robbed like um, I sh- look. Seeing as how it already happened. I'm not really worried about clearly the, the penalty, penalty is you get robbed. But it's just my thing is hopefully she's learned a valuable lesson from this going forward. That Unfortunately, that's a $1,200 lesson. But hopefully and, 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 she to a person that who lesson. can't afford a $1,200 lesson
0: is my mm. thing. She can't. I, and, I, and, I and, yeah. and I'm assuming that if she was if she was not intelligent enough to know better than to do that, then I'm assuming that she can't afford. I mean, I feel you. I totally get where you're coming from with the empathy. And so story, I feel bad like... for her. I feel really bad for her. And, I, and, and that was a sucker move on everyone's part. Mm-hmm. The dude who robbed her or the person, I don't know if it was a dude, and it was a sucker move for her to do that. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. Wait, I, I say this, I bring this up because we need to start really like, IG Live is evidently a platform for for great content distribution and great sh- shenanigans. And I didn't know this because I'm old and I don't fuck with IG. And I'm just now becoming privy to like the extent of the stupidity that happens on IG. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cause I, I'm, I'm an, I'm an eighties baby. So I, I grew up in the nineties where real niggas was not in front of the camera ever, ever. But I'm like really wondering, like, it, is this a trend? Like, do you think that this is ever gonna go away? No.
1: Damn. Hey, Amen. Like, remember all them, all them people from the the. Like, I thought it was the like 80s coming, and like, 90s. It was, yo, Buster Rhymes got an Instagram. Buster Rhymes be on Instagram. Oh no, no,
0: no, no! I'm not talking about the platform. I'm just saying like that people use it to like incriminate themselves and do all that shit. Like, yeah, no. I, I, I expect a few people to do it, but it seems like a wave. Like, a lot of people are doing it.
1: Nah, that's just because you just caught on. Like yeah, no, people I'm have been assuming. doing that since like my since MySpace. You feel me? It's, it's nothing new. It's just this is the latest version to do it on. I guess that's what um that whole
0: show uh don't fuck with cats is about, isn't it? The fuck is that? Oh, you never seen that? It's the docu series about um the guy who was killing cats on the um. On oh, the and then
1: internet the, tracked him. Yeah, I heard about it, but I didn't see it.
0: Yeah. It, it, a lot of it was was him doing weird things and posting it on the internet, and it was like, and I it I fundamentally doesn't speak to a culture that I'm part of, and yeah. I and I fear like raising someone in that culture. But I feel like the fact that Kendrick is going to be homeschooled is gonna, it, he's not going to be as exposed to it as as he would be because I, I can imagine you learn that in school, right? because i mean that's where i learned my social media stuff was in school started started like i learned about my space in high school i mean i i think yeah
1: i think that, that would probably be where that would propagate but i'm
0: way more tech savvy than my dad was like i'll give him a lot of credit my dad always like he always knew the value of a computer he hated it but he always made <laughs> sure we had a functioning decent computer in the house i'm way more tech savvy than he is like i know how to function a computer i know how to to I know how the ins and outs of, of of how a computer functions you know what I mean I I'm, I'm fully familiar with how software works things of that nature way more so than he is he was so I'll be able to interface with him a lot earlier like I'll give him heads up but damn I can't even talk to him about how to navigate that space once he enters it
1: yeah I don't I don't know I'm just I'm a man out of time when it comes to, like, social media. Just the the, the, the entire thing is just, like, anomalous to me, pretty much. Yeah. And I never really... It's not something that I engage in a lot. It's just something that I watch other people engage in. Much to my, like, confusion. Much much like you, I just look at it with confusion. Like, the parts of it that are funny are funny, but most of it I'm just looking at, like, why would you do that? Yeah. Again, like I mentioned... Previously, like the whole thing Jamaicans when I was growing up being being a fella fashion, which is like to copy people That's not mm. that was something that was highly frowned upon. So I guess like Really deeply ingrained in me. I, I I don't like to do things just because other people are doing them So like the entire like the culture of social media is really lost on me in addition to that uh, being an introvert just like to me social media is like talking to a group of people all at once Mm. And or like exposing yourself to a bunch of people all at once, and that's like not at all something that I'm really, really like chill with. So it's crazy no, it's because it's it's, to me. it's
0: weird because you you're only exposing yourself to a grip of people if you consume it in a certain way because there's not a grip of people that <laughs> i wish a group of people saw my twitter that's the goal but i i don't you know what i mean like you I don't can know, always, it's weird. there are
1: ways to increase that though you know what i mean like you can, you can if you want more twitter followers there are way to get there are ways to get more twitter followers you gotta if buy you want them, you more mean like, eyes on you you're not as you can yes but there are ways to use the algorithms in practical mm-hmm. ways in order to get better hits like if hashtags you know, and shit like that not just has that, but that is a part of it like knowing the the, the and i'm architecture. being genuine i'm asking straight up i have yeah. no like i got you like like knowing the architecture of how um social media works you can navigate it better and be good i at think that's my big
0: media. my big problem i know how to obviously i know how to click on a button and type in a website that's not the hard part right there's clearly like a huge amount of nuance that's going yes. in here it's that like i'm completely i to
1: it's like knowing how what you post and your hashtags and stuff that interaction how that stuff interacts with Google and then how that interacts with the the people that you want to reach and their um basically like they're, you know like mm-hmm. how uh social media is generally sp- specified I'm losing the right here but like everyone's social media is like kind of tailored towards targeted, them yeah. yes targeted it's targeted towards a certain people so you, If you know how to manipulate the algorithms and shit, mm-hmm. not really algorithms because you're not really fucking with their data, but knowing how to post in your hashtags and like your engagement and your exposure, mm-hmm. when specific times when you post. Well, that's the thing is that everything day, based off of, of an like algorithm that. can be gamed. Right. Exactly. Everything. Precisely. Like in
0: and if they're using facial recognition, it's in the computer. It's being run through algorithms, it's being run through a set of mathematical uh, uh uh sets that are generating whatever it is you you're attempting to do and so yeah i, I could see how that 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 works um i guess and i guess it's i guess it's so intuitively done that just through utilizing it over a long period of time you'll pick up on them but i feel like if you're not mindful what's actually happening is is that you're being molded into the image of what twitter wants you yeah, to be uh, like.
1: most likely but
0: no, there is um and that's my fear of tiktok because while Twitter has generally been a relatively benign force, as far as I'm familiar with, uh, the people behind them, the people behind things like TikTok have not been benign forces. And if they can passively influence behavior like that on their platform, that's kind of, that's worrisome to me. But that's connecting on a total tangent. But yeah. Um, yeah, social media is interesting, man. Uh, I And all of that nuanced talk is to say gotta be used for something better than taunting your ex-girlfriend i mean it you. is
1: it is for sure there are lots of there are um it, it, it well the definitely thing we saw media in, we is, saw
0: we saw fucking rizza versus premiere exactly, battle you know what i mean exactly. like it's definitely used for great things it's what you and not for like nothing, quarantine radio to see. quarantine radio was very entertaining you know what yeah. I mean? Like it might have been violating some shit. It Might have been scandalous. <laughs> but what's not entertaining that's not scandalous, you know what I
1: mean? And uh, You know like comedian Ali Sadiq he has like I love a, Ali Sadiq. uh uh he has a, a a live comedy show that he has that he's doing on IG and he's like getting other comedians on the, so that he can Oh, get that's awesome. I got to check that like shit that. out. So it's like yeah, it's just it's what you see. I mean, you know, just like any it, the internet my is full of human potential. You're my the best. And you're gonna find the worst, you know what I'm saying? It's a matter yeah, you, of what you you're kind of you to. Yeah, you'll find the entire breadth and width of, of humans. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's it's kind of bad, but it's great sometimes too. Like you know what I mean, yeah. like there's some art. Like I'll be following the a, a lot of really dope art um, accounts. That's okay. pretty much what I follow on Instagram. Like art, and I'd probably follow a lot of tattoo artists. Oh, I never even thought about that, but that's pretty good too. That's my yeah. True, love me some yeah. good body art. You gotta you gotta tailor your um social media experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see,
0: it just seems so dangerous because I don't want to ever be caught in an echo chamber. I'm really I really do love being exposed to random shit. Like, cause you never know what you're like. Like, you know, like you got to go out and experience it and and not to say that that's not, that it can't be done on social media and and if you cultivate it right it could be used for that exactly um i always just fear its overwhelming power of hegemony its its ability to just get everyone to think the same i
1: mean but that's the thing is though that's how it is for other people that's not how it's going to be for you and you can't really control how how other people are going to but then i feel like i want to be
0: engaging with it like twitter where like i you know what I mean? Like the people who do engage with me on Twitter, all ten of you, are fucking awesome, and I appreciate you. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to. You know, I w- I would like to be able to broaden the platform without
1: having to like jump onto the the to the hegemony train. Hey man, if you, I'm sure you can go down a YouTube rabbit hole that can tell you how to boost up your uh, how to legitimately boost up it's your numbers Indian click farms they what got the you well that's why I said legitimately boost up yeah there's definitely a way you can pay it and do it right away but if you're not trying to do that there is a way to like actually do engage like I said like
0: yeah I think that once I start putting up the YouTubes I think it's going to go a long way and properly uh, doing some more social media like and I, I don't even I don't ever want to talk about the power but like properly hashtagging a tweet you know things like that for what it's worth, does help get your voice out there and utilize the properly. There's nothing wrong with utilizing yeah, the platform right properly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't want to be trite with my tweets or anything, you know. Hashtag breakfast, hashtag I woke up like this, hashtag my blue loves me. That I'm is not doing all that. Definitely
1: not what I was talking about. But you know, properly <laughs> hashtag topics of what you're talking about. I just don't want to be want and to I only
0: say that because I have been listening uh Carolina watches uh or listens to this podcast i think it's called the morning toast i want to say but it's these two uh g- women who i'm sure are entertaining to their to their crew or their their crowd but man they hit a lot of that like like really goofy hashtag you know uh
1: yeah, that's normal they,
0: they, what She calls it her Quarantine playlist Because she's a Hello. Jewish girl And I'm just like, that's hilarious But that's also, don't hashtag in the middle of your sentence, please
1: No, no, no Like, that's the thing Like, I do it all the time in jest when I'm when I am talking Like, when I'm in texting jest. people and stuff no, no, she's doing it dead seriously Yeah, I know I, yeah, I'm, I'm making fun dead. of the people like her <laughs> 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 People like her that do it legitimately But, like, I'm, I'm saying, like Since you know the parts of the internet and hashtag game that you don't like Just don't engage with those parts
0: yeah, but it, it, yeah, I just want to I want to use them to their fullest extent. Yeah, which so I'm that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: just you can look that up and knock that out.
0: Yeah. Oh, I did see um, this video in my Twitter feed that was amazing. That was posted by Hip Hop DX, which they're a, a pretty popular um, uh, hip hop news. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd call it news, but uh, blogs uh, blog website. And, uh, it was about how culturally battling has been used as ceremonial warfare in tribal culture for centuries, um, when two warring tribes would, would come together. And this is very prevalent tradition throughout a lot of Africa prior to Western contact, um, you would bring you would of course bring your warriors and soldiers to show that you were ready for combat okay but rather than sacrifice lives because these are cultures that did deeply respect and 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 have a a a yearning to preserve life would choose to display other skills to avert now that's not to say that that always came to an amenable agreement (laughs) that's why you brought your gang of niggas with you but by and large it saved the lives of many people and also helped create a culture around dignifying the arts because now artists are raised on the same level as warriors you want to have very strong warriors in your army, but you also want to have a gang of niggas who could dance. You know what I mean. Comes with the dance battle because you yeah. could not have to sacrifice all of your, you know, strong warrior dudes if your dude knows you're his capoeira. I'm just joking at that, but <laughs> I'm I'm saying it's 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 a form of ceremonial combat that has been alive in 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 African traditions for for a very long time, and how battling in american hip-hop culture is one of the few ways that we are able to reconnect with that african ancestry that we've been so disjointed from through slavery and it was just it it was amazing it was a great great video you can find it on my twitter feed i definitely posted it but um yeah i really thought it was a great um conversation to be had because i think it also leads to other things about community we don't have Comings, you know rites of passage things like That's that true yeah. all of these are, are 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 part of that culture that i think we got away from them because they weren't part of the dominant culture and because of, and, I, and i've used this word probably a half a dozen times already this episode because of the hegemony of the imperial forces that entered into africa that tradition was was left by the wayside because it wasn't present in that dominant culture um the idea of coming of age hasn't been part of western culture for centuries that i'm aware of um the idea of ceremonial combat hasn't been around hasn't been part of western culture for a long time since the 1800s you know what i mean yeah and so these things might have been gotten away from Probably prematurely. Maybe at some point in our in our future, humans might not need those things. But as long as we possess violent tendencies, we'll always be better off having ceremonial forms of combat. And so, uh, in an in an environment where those things are prevalent, yeah, you should have coming of ages and should have you know maybe societally accepted ways of of growing in those in those spaces. You know, uh, it would be interesting because it would be a different elevation of the artist in society. It'd be, but then again, I guess the idea of ceremonial combat left when the state took over all forms of legitimate violence. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? If, if, and cause you still see it in, in, in communities that are largely Uh, supported through alternative support structures outside of normal society. So like gang culture, things like that. Um, Street culture. Those kind of areas, you do still see ceremonial combat. You do still see rap battles. You do still see dance-offs, stepping. All of these kind of competitions, talent shows, things like that. They're ceremonial forms of combat. You know what I mean? And while we don't engage them as such, because there is no you know, there's no Illusion of of legitimate public violence. They are still ways of like, because you know, remember back in plantation, the step teams were very competitive with other schools.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You know what nationally. I mean. and, and even nationally, uh, they were uh, plantation high was one of the best step teams in, in the country, and uh, so it, it, they still exist. They've just been disjointed from what they originally represented, and so. I think that it would go a long way for us to connect that to something. You know what I mean? Like, what are sure we don't need them as as uh, you know allegories to violent to violence as they used to be. Even you know, they would use, be used to avert war. But what do they represent? You know what I mean? What do these competitive things represent? And they, I think, they should represent more than just someone's ego. i beat you in a battle okay what what has that garnered you other than you know some clout and i'm pretty sure that we've all agreed that clout chasing is not worth doing it's not an endeavor worth you know conducting for no reason so if we're not doing it for clout then let's do it for something you know let's really connect these battles to something that that it could be a, a a genuine sentiment for but anyway, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting <clears throat> uh, conversation that was being had. So, yeah, I was trolling Twitter and I saw a post from a sports star named Steven Jackson. Okay. He does a lot of sports commentating now. But uh, he was telling a story about how he ended up leaving his former fiance on the altar because Ooh. he found out she wasn't going to sign the prenup. Oh, OK. Now, this is my thing.
1: I mean, that's kind of late but
0: absolutely now in his case i absolutely support what he did because she was pushing to get this pastor and this pastor was pushing for him to go through with the marriage even though she wasn't signing the prenup and so he was getting set up
1: Uh he was clearly getting set up in this situation (laughs) and so i support
0: what he did now what i personally believe is that If you think that you need to have your significant other sign a prenup, then you should probably keep working on the relationship before you get married. If you think that you need, if you cannot trust that their words are their bond, then you probably just shouldn't marry them. Why do you need to marry someone who you do not believe has a solid trusting word? That's my thing. If you don't believe that. And now, if you do believe that, then why do you need a prenup? And that's the quandary you put yourself into. And you can't just say, well, I'm going to hard stand on just protecting myself. Well, then you don't trust that person. And maybe that person's okay with that. And they're willing to sign the prenup. But that's probably not going to be a successful marriage. That's just my opinion. If you think you need a prenup then save all of the money on that lawyer and spend all that time building your relationship if at the end of that time you still think you need a prenup then go ahead and get your prenup but the idea that you need one to move forward with this person just seems fallacious and it seems like you probably don't need to marry that person regardless of the prenup but that's just my opinion I really, I I thought it was interesting, but yeah, uh, a lot of people have strong thoughts about prenups.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of people have strong thoughts about money. <laughs> All right, case in point.
0: Case in point. All right, I'm a, I'm a, we'll look at the situation that just happened as telenovela, completely random, completely fic, uh, fictitious, but just food for thought. This chick, this Mexican. I don't know if she's Mexican. She's Hispanic. They speak Spanish, I assumed they were Mexican. <laughs> but she is this Hispanic woman is in her home country with her family. Flies her American boyfriend out to where she is. And in the process of him going there sleeps with another dude. He finds out. He still goes through with the marriage. And then he tries to level with her and say, listen, I know what's going on, but I want to save our relationship <laughs> and she still leaves. Now technically <laughs> she gets half. That's funny. Don't she get half? I'm sure that in the courts there's an annulment process, but if the roles were reversed and he slept around, she she would get half. Hey man. I don't know. If yes, if, he was he committed infidelity, but does she deserve half? Uh,
1: look, I'm not, I don't know about the deserve and shit, man. But so nobody cause, deserves cause, nothing but death yeah, according to the Bible. Yeah, you feel me? But it, it's about the court system and the lawyer, bro. <laughs> Do what your lawyer. But I mean, can like, that's
0: crazy that there's an even there, That's crazy that there's even the option that in that scenario when the the wedding was clear, the marriage clearly is not, so it's not a solid thing yet. Both parties had been uh, uh, lying to each other through the course of this. You think in that kind of separation, someone deserves half? At no point, even if I have a shitty lawyer, you should never be able to come and say, Well, I'm thinking half. Like, what the fuck? What? What? Wait, what? Half?
1: Bitch? Unfortunately, I mean, but you know, I, I think it's just very common for lots of to be exploited get an by that. Hopefully, you can get an annulment. I think, I mean, in America, it, it depends on the state that you're in and depends on the situations that you and uh, uh yeah, it depends on the circumstances, Gee. but it's like you know, it's just. It's just lawyers making money, man. Like, I think that that is a really, really big part of it. Because when a lawyer wins that case and gets half, guess who gets a portion of that money? Yeah. You feel that's me? That's a
0: shame because, like, I, I you, you'd hope that in this discussion of these people's relationship. You know what I mean? There could be family things that are tied that you know, it sucks that it boils down to well how much money that lawyer gonna make though.
1: (laughs) One thing I've noticed is that seldom do I see people's relationships end pleasantly. That is very atypical. You they know what I'm difficult. saying? So usually when it gets to that point, people are just so Which bitter. Is sad. That I I, that's, do something not I get that's something I had it. to realize. I do like, not get it. And yes. maturing,
0: it's like nigga, you was fucking that person at one time. You're like not, you can't you feel get me. That, like, it's, like there's something decent about them. And honestly, coming to that re- realization made it impossible for me to be, like, a real, real dirtbag. You know what I mean? Like, I could be an asshole. Like, I could say mean things, but I could never, like, go out and just cheat on my girl like that. Right. Like, that takes a lot of steps, my dude. (laughs) And you got to think a long time about fucking someone over. Yep. Someone who's, to your knowledge, been loyal to you. You know, I'm just like at worst what could she have possibly like unless she committed one of the deadly sins you know what i mean (laughs) you you don't you don't lie you don't cheat you don't steal in a relationship i'm talking about just listen if you can't with this one person in the world can't abstain for those three things then you're a fucking shit bag like it's i'm not saying that you have to like be completely honest with everybody in the world all no, but there's one person in this world that you really should fucking decide that this person I'm going to be honest with. I'm not going to cheat on them, and I'm not going to steal from them. You know what I mean? Like
1: you think it would be so simple, right? It seems so simple, but it seems so, so simple. And so, if they don't commit but,
0: that, then what are you then? Then why? Are you, what, what retribution are you looking for? Like, why would you do something to harm them?
1: But I don't know. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's very prevalent. The the whole, but well, I get it. I kind of get and it. So it's because immature idea, people tend to hurt each other. Why
0: would you hate them? Like, But then again, I think it comes from a lack of understanding that like relationships end. Like, I think a lot of people have this idea going through life that like the relationships that they have, every time they make a relationship, that relationship's like going to be part of their life forever. And it's like, not really. Actually, 99% of your relationships are going to go by the wayside. And probably three to four dozen of them are going to are going to stick with you through time, and so yeah, when the vast majority of them of fall away, <gasps> excuse me, let them fall away. It's okay. Don't don't feel bad. There's a lot of things worth fighting for. Bad people are not one of them.
1: Yeah, it's a maturity thing, Sam. You got to make it to a point in your life where you're able to make that distinction.
0: Yeah, and th- yeah, that's another thing is if you can't make that distinction, then you'll you'll villainize people who haven't really done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. who really are actually just living their life like you have the right to live your life but <laughs> it is hard to see that at times when you're young and immature immature people hurt each other you hurt people hurt people though mm-hmm. but yeah that was that thought that was an interesting one um the i just i just think that the idea of prenups is fallacious like yes okay i don't bulk against their existence but anyone who chooses to use one is saying more about themselves than they are about the other person they're revealing more about how they feel about that person than they are saying about that person, because you don't know the other person. All I know is that you don't trust them.
1: I mean, I can, uh, I see where you're saying, but I still can understand in certain cases. I, in certain, reg- in every case, I can understand the prenup, but in certain cases, I can definitely understand the prenup for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. I like mean, if you've been rich your whole life, it's very difficult to be able to find thing... someone new in your life that you know oh, loves well, you for you and not your... for your money.
0: That, that's really hard but then at that point it doesn't matter like you think jeff Bezos was hurt when he got divorced uh i don't care
1: but again some of those and not people, even emotionally like he gave away s- half his wealth and some he's still of those man. people might find it personally incapable of giving someone half of all that i've worked for especially depending on the circun- be then. especially depending on the circumstances of how the relationship <laughs> ended
0: yeah, and and that's what I just I just think that marriage is is a is a shitty institution because of that. It's like, listen, dude, then you don't got to part, you know, don't don't partake in that ceremony. Just have fun with the person. Don't but make man, that tie.
1: I don't think it's marriage. I think it's just the immaturity of people. That's really what I think it is. You know, what I mean because there's nothing wrong with the institution itself. Well, no, I don't even it's think it's the
0: immaturity that... of people as much because I think that I think that yeah, I, I women having the right to leave. And rightfully so has exposed the toxic nature of the masculine side of American culture. And so in doing so, it, it, the whole, it doesn't have anything to do with the immaturity of people. People are just trying to indulge in the societal norm of coupling in the way that society says they should. I think
1: but the toxicity
0: it- of the culture is making it impossible for people to come together and stay together.
1: But isn't it um, a maturity issue to not be able to not follow up, to not be able to do what you should do, and and instead doing what you think, doing what you are following what society says to do? Is that not a sign of immaturity? No, no, really, um, you don't think that being a follower is not a that's not a sign of immaturity because mm. you haven't learned so to you do you your own thing house. yet.
0: And you wear clothes, and these are all things that society has taught us how to do. but those so, are also
1: things that have functional benefits. We also have functional benefits
0: for companionship of that level,
1: but they're now, not necessities.
0: Yeah, no. like it really is very detrimental to not have natural connections to the opposite sex. Now, if if you succumb to the societal norm of what says what, what that uh, should look like? I don't believe that that makes you a bad person. When I because that's not a that's not an expression of your individuality.
1: Oh, I where do we get with the mm-hmm. bad person thing? Where did that come from?
0: Well, you're saying well, you, doesn't that make you a follower or whatever? Is that which is
1: a sign of immaturity? That's where I'm going, at. it's not a, being a bad person. No, I don't it's, it's think not a sign of immature. immaturity. No, okay, it's not. A,
0: no, it's a certain type of immaturity, maybe, but it's not a sign of immaturity that I believe you. That, that society necessitates that you go through. Not everyone gets that kind of maturity. You know what I mean? Like it's not a. It, sure, you might be, you might be lacking in a certain type of social maturity. But I don't believe that that is a personal fault. No, that's not a. That's not a personal. That's not something that is wholly on that person to be able to do, because it's a social maturity that requires you to do it with other people. That is going to be dictated by some kind of social norms. So by succumbing and saying, Hey, you know what? I agree with the societal norms that are presented to me. No, I don't believe that that's a sign of immaturity, not being able to, to express yourself healthily in that, that might be a sign of immaturity, but no, that's why, you know, we have grown into these social beings. And so, yeah, if I live in a place that says that marriage is the norm, I I don't think it's 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 a sign of immaturity to choose to indulge in that no. Okay. but with that being said, there are healthy ways to indulge in that and there are not healthy ways to indulge in that um, One of the healthy ways of indulging in marriage is to go through your own personal growth before entering into that. And to get with a partner who is also going through that personal growth because it's really difficult for two people of uneven growth to trust each other in a marriage. Because if I'm at a place where I'm ready for marriage and you are not, then who's to say that when you are ready for marriage, you're going to want to be married to me. That's why it's so important to be with somebody who is at your level when you get married. Now, that's not to say age dictates that, but in terms of maturity... It's very important to be with somebody who's where you're at. But that's only to say, if prenups, I don't see as... The the use of prenups is a sign of a lack of trust. And if there's not trust, then is marriage the right avenue to be going through? Why doesn't society promote other healthy avenues for people to be coupled in that aren't marriage? I mean, that, that would be, that. I think it's immature not to explore other avenues if if you do not have the, the kind of skills it takes to be in a long-term relationship that marriage dictates.
1: You know what I mean? Also, prenups are, aren't, like, typical to every marriage, though. I think prenups are definitely, like, it's definitely much more rare than common. Okay, I would agree with that, for sure. You know what I mean? Most people don't have <laughs> enough money to even worry about a prenup. So. Yeah, most people, would,
0: <laughs> the money you spend on the prenup would probably be more than most people can afford precisely so it's like you know yeah i i just thought it was it's an interesting conversation uh to have because i i I hear it come up a lot with people who definitely should not be talking about (laughs) prenups but i i i I think the conversation is interesting to be had because as i said it says more about the person where they stand on it than about you know what i mean how much money they have or you know whether they're looking to 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 gain out of a marriage it says more about them you know the way they react to that because even then i would be open if somebody asked me for one just because i don't agree with it i don't impress that on other people and so it's interesting when when one side is dogmatic about it and the other side isn't that also says a lot about a, a relationship but I don't know. I think I, I think that uh, those are kind of conversations that y- you should have before the altar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. When mean Stephen late. Jackson was at the altar it was like, ah, I think I'm good on this. I was
1: like, damn. Well, it seems like at that point he was trying to make a point. Yeah. There,
0: there, there was something being done, for sure. But yeah. Alright, let's go on into some politics news uh, today. Um, so, moving forward in for people who still want to partake in some kind of progressive politics on the democratic side, you really got to look at who Biden is bringing into his cabinet, because I feel very strongly that Biden is, is gonna, cause I, I, I think most of us can remember George W. Bush and who the real president was. Mm-hmm. I think that we're looking at a Dick Cheney 2.0, like, Whoever comes in as as his VP, which is why you won't see a progressive black woman be his VP, because I think that whoever does come in as his VP is going to have an inordinate amount of control over policy and presentation because Biden neither stands on any policies that are worth standing on, nor does he have the presentation. Can he stand in front of the world and speak coherently and in a motivating fashion. And so moving forward on the Democratic side, just as a spectator, I'm interested in seeing who his VP is because that's going to, once again, it's going to say more about his administration than anything that he could say out of his mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: um, And that, that leads me into to a little uh, topic, a philosophical topic I want to touch on, um, just where philosophy kind of when the rubber hits the road with philosophy on this one, because, you know, what good is it to, to sit here and think deeply about things if you're not going to apply them to anything? And one of the things that I've realized um, through philosophy in the analysis of choices given to you by people is that there's two types of choices that are presented in philosophy that I find are universally unacceptable to come from other human beings because they're always always pigeonholing your your response for a manipulative fashion the first one would be a hobson's choice and that's your typical take it or leave it okay so anytime someone presents an idea to you take it or leave it it's fictitious there's always options in between you never have to take 100 of something or leave 100 the only the only thing that presents to you options like that are nature You either eat or you die you either breathe or you die you fall too far from the through the sky you're gonna hit the floor and die nature gives you those take it or leave it decisions people should never present you with take it or leave it ultimatums and that's something that i very frequently pop up see pop up in politics take it or leave it you got joe biden or you vote for trump no that's not at all what i'm doing that is a fake dichotomy you've just presented to me biden or if i don't vote for biden i voted for trump that's not true at all if i don't vote i didn't vote for anyone not voting is not a vote for trump not voting is me not participating in your system that's what that is and so very i've never seen a person present a hobson's choice that is genuinely just a hobson's choice like it really is just to take it or leave it it's just them being unwilling to entertain any other ideas outside of themselves the other one would be a morton's fork in which they present to you two uh, paths in which equally detrimental uh, pitfalls lie at the end of. Once again, I view a lot of American politics through this same lens. Do not accept any decision given to you from someone else in which both are outcomes in which you do not want to take part in. Life very rarely will ever present you with just stark detrimental choices that's just it's not and it's just a lack of imagination on one party's part to present that in an argument and expect the other side to, to to willingly take to it and this is where uh i let these two ideas these these two concepts very heavily influence how i participate in politics i don't accept these two forms of logic from politicians they are the number one purveyors of manipulation through these forms of, of logic. The take it or leave it, or the, the, the devils take, choose between two, two detrimental outcomes. That is not life. And nor should you engage in politics that continuously puts you into a position to where all you have are those kind of decisions. It, you, will, you will feel far more fulfilled with life removing those kind of situations from it because it'll empower you to make your own choices to to make paths where you don't where paths aren't given to you stop accepting these kind of poor decision uh making tactics that are just handed to you from elites that don't care about your 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 best interest or your 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 plight at hand you know and and I just say that because those are, those are some of the main fallacies I see with all of the arguments that are trying to uh, persuade me to to vote for a Biden administration. None of them are actually arguments as to why voting for Biden is a good idea. <laughs> They're all, you either vote for Biden or you vote for Trump, or it's, you know, take both of these, either one of these candidates that, neither of which represent an outcome in which i see beneficial to my future or my son's future and i'm not going to play those games not going to play those games so unless you can provide uh, a a line of reasoning to me that does not fall into either of those two choice categories just miss me with it i'm not going to partake in it but uh with that being said i'm looking at all of these headlines now with uh georgia uh looking to to open up soon um, you have Nevada. I'm assuming that Nevada does not have a shelter in place order in um, in effect because Las Vegas, in particular, is talking about opening up, and I'm assuming that they can they can proceed on with a city ordinance because there's no statewide ordinance that's handing down any kind of guidance, and so. What I don't understand is, is why do people need... The government has already decided that they have pretty much done the extent of whatever relief they're going to offer. <laughs> so anything that comes for anything, moving forward, people are going to have to organize to get this correct, uh get, the, get, uh, get us through this time. And I know that that sounds weird in a time of social distancing, but we can still organize. And we shouldn't be willy-nilly going back into to direct contact with people i can understand that much but at the same token we shouldn't be waiting on the the mayors and the governors to tell us how to properly conduct ourselves when there's something in danger like we have information in our environment most of which is hard to to determine whether it's, it's valid or not but we have information on how to conduct ourselves just be responsible you know what i mean I don't know why the governor has to tell you like you probably shouldn't like go D out the 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 the, the club or the bar and go sitting their tooth to jowl while this is still going on.
1: Probably because they weren't responsible before he told them that shit anyway.
0: Well it, the thing is is that they they raised the alarm when they when they you know when they could, people aren't gonna respond to invisible threats. So unless they start seeing body bags, they're not going to respond. That is what it is.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying those people mm-hmm. were irresponsible anyway. This is yeah. just this is just a, another example of it. It's not like the newest, you know, man.
0: I, I I my yeah. I just don't understand why why people are up in arms about the 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 they're them removing these shelter in place orders. Just shelter in place. No one has to tell you to do that. <laughs> like chill. Pay attention. You know, try not to pay too much attention because the shit is, there's so much ridiculous information out there. It's hard to to decipher what to listen to. But find an outlet you trust. Follow the information. And hopefully yeah, well, it's not Fox News. But like, <laughs> because if it's Fox News, there's 33, like, Fox News viewership, I think was 33 million last last year, like around there. There's 33, those 33 million people, they're just going to be ill-informed. okay find another outlet that you can trust because from what i understand outside of the fear-mongering most people are most outlets are 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 trying to report some information that is based on numbers so pay attention to that and 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 you know relax if you if you have employment issues good luck (laughs) i don't know what to tell you but the governors have nothing to do with that that bailout that's a foregone conclusion whether the whether cities are open whether cities are closed ain't shit coming back to help you so why they really want these shelter in place orders to stay in effect when there's no relief coming i don't fully understand like no let the people who are 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 you know so destitute that they have to go out and find some way to to make money do so without penalty of being arrested because arresting them and putting them in jail is only going to put them in further danger of spreading the fucking virus. That's what I don't get about these people. It's like, do you, 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 for with in the absence of any general relief from the government, lockdown is just not responsible. You got to leave people to their own devices. If you're sheltering in place, if your elderly parents are sheltered in place. If the young people in your life are sheltered in place, then you should be fine. But you're not going to you're not going to flatten any curve any more than it has been because we've been in general, quote unquote, lockdown and shit has still been going on. People have been socially distancing. L.A. hasn't had any massive boom. So what is this total lock? Like, why are they looking for more lockdown than they have now? Why are they looking for uh, uh, to push on with with policy that isn't isn't necessary? Yes, keep your social distancing. Yes, continue to be mindful and responsible. But getting mad at people who 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 are coming out of lockdown, it ain't gonna help. It ain't gonna help nobody. It's not gonna help you because you're already doing what you have to do, and it ain't gonna help them because the threat of putting them in jail clearly isn't stopping them from doing what they want to do. They're still protesting. You know what I mean? Like, and now, and that's just crazy. I've never seen, I've never been part of an AstroTurf protest. I've never been actually paid to protest. I've protested on five distinct occasions in my life. Like gone out, protested in the streets, big protest. Never once have I been paid for it. I don't, I, I'm just—I can't believe that there's that to get white people to protest, you got to pay them. That <laughs> shit mean, blows my mind. White people get paid to protest.
1: You a sucker doing that shit for free?
0: You know, putting myself in danger, man. That's listen. Black people get the worst of everything, man. We protest <laughs> for free. Fucking don't get nothing out of it.
1: I mean, you get some water. But
0: you know, I I only say that to say that you know. I, I don't understand all of these, like, open the country back up protests. Those are just as crazy as the people who are mad at you for protest. Like, that, that, you ever see two people just acting completely and utterly, like, ridiculous towards each other for no reason? Yep. Like, one person's yelling at the other person, and they're not even yelling about the same thing. They're just yelling at each other. And you're like, man, this is going to escalate for no reason. No reason whatsoever. Like, this dude was walking past this other dude. Don't even know each other. Said he looked at him sideways, and now these niggas is really about to scrap in the streets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. It feels like you have two ignorant people facing off in the middle of the street for no reason. When I look at fucking liberals versus the Republicans on in this argument.
1: Welcome to America, bro. It's the worst, man.
0: <laughs> and it still blows my mind that people come here, man. Like I just don't get. I just don't get why American
1: immigration is so high. Yeah, you do. Millions and well, billions of dollars in propaganda. You feel me? Advertising. Yeah. America seems very great until you're here. It's hard to tell the not so great parts about it. Yeah, and
0: I, and I mean, I hate to sound like a piece of shit, Malcontent, but it's like, come on, guys. Like you guys are, you're too evil for me to not, not to not call that out. You know what I mean? Like you can't print twelve trillion dollars and give it to big business. You know what I mean? When that's enough money to cleanly cover all of the student debt, the American payroll for an entire year, and have five trillion dollars for the for the medical industry to 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 help support them for ventilators and, and equipment and and uh
1: gowns and, and masks. Well, to be fair, it was big business that cut the check. So it was big business that should get the check. Me. I mean, I guess if you consider the Fed big business. Yeah. Yes, that's what I've been saying. They've, been, they've been infiltrated the government. so
0: Yeah, they run all ends of it. You're me. <laughs> it, it and it's so, it's so ridiculous. And you know, I made this tweet the other day and I don't know if it got any traction, but um, until we deal with the fact that the Democratic leadership benefits financially from Trump and politically from Biden will never get a real government. Until we deal with that, that no matter who wins, so they don't mind shafting Bernie Sanders when they know that Biden will just be a continuation of whatever's happening now. And right now, Trump is putting hes putting his name on anything that gets tax, pe- uh, rich people tax, tax cuts. So until we deal with that situation, we're fucked. We're fucked. You, you can't tell me t- Nancy Pelosi's going to do anything but tell him eat ice cream. She over here telling people who are starving. Now, mind you, you know, we, that food bank down the street has been more deed out than the hospital. Every day, there's lines around the street for that food bank. That's rough. And it's like, you got, you got Nancy Pelosi over here talking about her, her $25,000 refrigerator full of fucking, <laughs> uh, uh, top end premium gelato. You know what I mean? Like we, we, if you, if you think that that's a functioning uh, governance, then, hey, have at it. But for those of us who know that that is, that is the kind of decadence that leads to um, people getting their heads cut off, <laughs> that don't cut it. And the, And I would rather see us transition to something without the heads rolling in the streets. That don't mean that I'm afraid of the heads rolling in the streets. I would just, I would prefer, I, A, listen, if we can all get out of this alive, I'm totally with it. But if you're going to make it impossible for anyone to live without you losing your life, then my mans, me or you, I choose <laughs> me every time, homie. Every time. And so, like, it, it's just, and 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 it's, it's sad because of the amount of people who are fooled into thinking that people like Nancy Pelosi are good for the country. Like people who look at Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and they think that these people are going to save our country, I feel bad for them because they're genuinely stupid. They're genuinely stupid people. They're not they're they're soft in the head because they they refuse to to even look at the obvious malfeasance of somebody who's sitting in a pandemic showing off how much chocolate ice cream they have when they're responsible for getting people money so they can eat more than just chocolate ice cream you know what i mean like ice cream though and then man the republican gaslighting is epic on that topic they mitch mcconnell and them they're like you know what they had you know what their concession was in the bailout Hmm. we'll we'll give hospitals some money (laughs) that was a concession like what the fuck was the bailout for if you weren't gonna start with giving some money to hospitals like what that's a concession. What the fuck? Who are you about to? You know who was Ruth Chris's? They needed to get bailed out, and uh, Shake Shack, they needed the money, and fucking Hobby Lobby. Yeah, those guys, they really needed it. Man, it's such a fucking farce. You know,
1: <laughs>
0: anecdotally, you know, I heard about a a hotel that laid off a bunch of people, and they went, you know. They laid off like 200 some odd people, you know, and they went from being, you know, close to to, to teetering on not being part of that uh, small business bailout yeah. to now being well within being to getting bailout funds for that. Mind you, they fired the people. So now they're going to get bailout funds having already already fired people. So they're getting money. For having reduced staff without actually keeping the staff, without yeah, actually helping anyone, up. so like, who are you bailing out? You just paid. Now, mind you, watch when their balance sheet comes back next year. They're gonna have a positive year because they lost so much overhead and got free money for it. Like it's it's crazy how creative the accounting goes on in these places. You know, and yeah, and it's just. People are actually relying, and and that goes back to that poor girl and that Instagram who got her stimulus money snatched. Man, like that—that's how I feel. Like that's what's happening to the American public. American public, was like, yay, they gave us stimulus money, and big business is like, give me that shit, and yeah. just snatch that shit out the window, and kept going because the American public was stupid enough to think that that was their money in the first place.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like, damn, man. It's just that that Instagram is a perfect allegory for this whole stimulus bailout bullshit. Like it's just what do? Well, I only say these things so that hopefully people who are still interested in participating in the system have some goals to look out for. Because I don't got time to waste for that shit. I got another life that depends <laughs> on me. Like that's why. I, no, but no, seriously though, that's why young. 20 to, to early 30 year old, particularly men, but also very much women, are so important because they they have the the energy and the freedom to do shit about this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I I seriously don't give a fuck. I seri- no seriously. Like I I am doing everything in my power to make my son's life good and attempt to make the you know 900 square feet that he lives in livable and comfortable i can't control anything outside of that i really can't and anything outside of that that i that people believe that they control is an illusion it's it's a it's a it's a fake it's not real like if you think that that any amount of money and all this stuff and any amount of political influence is going to change the world enough for for you know you to make a safe place for your kids you're fooling on yourself. Work locally, make a you know make your home good, make your neighborhood good. That's the best you can do right now because the system is not set up to have big sweeping overarching change to to the whole country. It's not. It's not designed for that. The only way you're gonna make you and your family safe is to make sure that your community. Why do you think white people pour so much into their gated communities? Because they know that that's all they got. That's all they got. Why do you think they love living in Palos Verdes? That (laughs) hill is fucking self-sufficient. Because they know that that's as far as they can go. They can't control the country. They can't control the city. But they can sure as hell control their little neighborhoods. And they go to very long lengths to do so. We need to do that. As minorities. African Americans in particular. Let's focus on that. Then we'll worry about getting somebody in office. Because once we have... A nationwide network of strong, tight-knit communities that are well-built and and, and, and productive they have no choice but to listen to us. Because all of that money velocity that I was talking about all those episodes ago where how the black community spends their money at a velocity unlike any other race or demographic in this country. Once we start to gum that up and it starts to stay in our communities, they'll come fuck with us. They'll come talk to us. They'll come real quick. How we get you guys spending again? Oh, you you want some securities? You want some? You want to make sure that your rights are as inviolate as as any other Caucasian person in this country? Well, let's talk about it. But not until we start keeping that wealth in our communities. Case in point, not that, and and that's not even to say that we just own a substantial amount of the wealth. We just own a substantial amount of the liquid wealth that's moving through the society. Everyone else saves their money. So that's what I just I just want to really put a put a hearkening on that, because I think that that's important because we do got to move forward. You know what I mean? We can't. I, I definitely agree with the idea that it doesn't end with Bernie. My engagement with national politics might end with Bernie, but my engagement with politics and the betterment of the world around me definitely does not stop. But um yeah, and speaking of uh, in that vein, before we wrap up today, um, I just I noticed that the 2020 census has been. I guess they're trying to wrap it up. They're starting to send out the physical copies. You can sign up online. Um, like most things these days, I'm gonna say that um, do whatever you do whatever you feel is right. I personally put stock in 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 certain sociological data that comes out of the census, so I am. As much as I would hate to give this administration any information on me willingly, I do participate in the census because I it, I would be remiss not to. I need those numbers to be as accurate as possible because I rely on those numbers to make sociological uh, decisions for myself. Demographic data, you know what I mean? I think that that is important to be accurate. Um, only because I do like to have a st- uh, some form of statistical analysis when I attempt to, to make a sociological or an ideological statement. Um, and so the only way for me to do my part in lending credibility to those numbers is to participate. Now, I would highly recommend that you don't do so if you don't feel like you want to or you don't feel like you should or you don't feel like it's, it's pointed. Hey that's that's your right as well in my opinion, even though I guess in America technically not your right because the constitution mandates that you should participate in it. But nonetheless, I believe it is your human right to not participate in um in a census. But um I would encourage you to if you have the time and you don't have anything to lose. No and, and honestly I think that if you're undocumented, do not fucking give <laughs> these motherfuckers any fucking information. And I, I and I don't mean to to, to go off on, on a curse spree there but it's just these guys have these guys epitomize bad actor like they should put a picture of Donald Trump's face next to the phrase bad actor for hence and forevermore. he is definitively a bad actor. Bill Barr is definitively a bad actor okay. so I would not provide any administration that contains these two men any information on me if i am doing anything other than being 100 above board so i'm but if you are a citizen and you appreciate you know that you know at least your municipal powers also use this demographic data to get things done in your community i would recommend that you do partake if you can safe, safely because it is kind of important it is kind of important um, but yeah you know don't ever put yourself in danger for anyone else's best interest unless it's just a family member or someone you love because this, this country is absolutely not worth putting yourself in danger for its best interest that's for sure but yeah we're gonna wrap on that you got anything else going on No, that's about it righty, good sir well then let's leave him with some words always remember time is only wasted if you choose to waste it and learn from your mistakes it's the only thing you ever truly do learn from follow us on twitter at home heron i'll talk to you guys later
1: peace take it easy